another episode of the Unit Macquarie Financial Podcast, made by investors for investors. Welcome to the Financial Podcast by Unit Macquarie. I'm your host, Addison Wright, and today we're speaking with Hader again from Unit Macquarie. Thanks again for being here for another week of the show. Great to join in. So, you know, the S&P 500, you know, how we always start these episodes, the S&P 500 is up 4.71% uh, for the month and only just sort of up for the week, 0.87% up. The ASX 200 is 0.5% up for the month, so very low gains there and 1.6% down for the week with a pretty, uh, a sort of red and, well, bloody day um, on Friday. We'll, we'll go over that a little bit. Um, a little bit of thoughts on the markets, just uh, sort of briefly the last couple of days. How are you? What are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's yeah, like you said, it was pretty uh, pretty sad day today. Sorry, <laughs> day. So there, I think I saw it down two point five, yeah. two point six percent at one point. That's what I saw. It's pretty pretty poor. Yeah, it, it rem- reminded me I, back to the March. You know, the scary time back then. That was. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, it feels a bit like that because it's been very, well, the month's only up 0.5%, so it's been quite a uh, low volatile, very little volatility the last mm. month or so. It's the worst day since, I think it was the 25th of June. Yeah, so it has, five weeks. Yeah, so it hasn't been much movement. Yeah. Although I, I did notice actually on Tuesday and Wednesday we had open up and then it really just slumped for the rest of the day and it mm. ended up down on both of those days, very close to their lows as well. Yeah. So... And it's also broken, also broken through the twenty-day moving average. So. Yeah, and, be- and went below um, the six thousand, and uh, it's sort of interesting to see it sort of dropped below five nine as well. well. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think it's looking like it's going to stay sideways. It's not really move up too much now. Yeah, it's uh, reached the sixty-one point eight uh, Fibonacci retracement for mm. the technicals out there. Um, it's double topped as well. So I think last time it was uh, early early May, I think. It yeah. was well, early June actually, where it reached the same same level as uh, early, early uh, towards the end of last week. And um, well, it's definitely interesting, and it'll be uh, it'll be it will be interesting to see how the U.S. market goes overnight and uh, sort of going into Friday night and into Saturday morning. So yeah, we'll be watching that. But that's probably a story for for next week's uh, show. Uh, I guess- well, yeah, likely to. Well, it's likely to move on, uh, move up tonight, I suppose, with the US earnings has been quite strong, actually. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see if the government stimulus starts to, sort of starts to come in then. But who knows? We'll be watching and sort of be keeping our eyes on it. And the earnings, like we're going to be discussing today, the big tech earnings. But firstly, on our agenda, we've got... Um, we want to talk about the, the Australia experiencing deflation. And it's, a, it's an interesting time economically. Uh, sort of with the spending that's been going on. So if you want to go over that a little bit and just to start, sort of start us off on that. Yeah, well, if you're a saver, it's great news today uh, yeah. or this week because we've had deflation. So those two quarter of a percent uh, infl- interest rates are now actually real positive, mm. not ne- not real negative anymore. So I suppose that's I suppose that's a glass half full approach to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Australia, we had 1.9% down quarter on quarter. So that's a uh, negative 0.3 on an annualized basis. And it was really driven through lower petrol prices, rent, yeah. and obviously then the free childcare as well had quite a significant impact on, yeah. um, on price of the inflation data. 
Um, which also, which is actually quite interesting because we've had quite strong retail sales on the back of the panic buying, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. there was also a large amount of uh, electronic shopping for mm. ho- for people working from home. Yeah, as well. yeah that's why uh, it's sort of the boom or the sort of the rallies of the buy now pay later stocks after pay and zip pay. I mean, we don't want to go there, but um, yeah, sort of that sort of that tech in, that tech industry sort of definitely had a lot of retail attention, and so it makes sense. Just yeah, and they've said. And they've seen great volume as well in the last few months, actually, especially yeah, yeah. Afterpay saw a surge in um, yeah. shopping through them as uh, through them as well. Yeah, 100. Uh, I suppose the other thing is well, the other probably what's pointing to it probably hanging around here in the negative or very very flat area right now is that consumer spending has already started to fall, and the JobKeeper cut or the reduction in JobKeeper from 1,500 a fortnight to 1,200 a fortnight. Yeah, hasn't actually kicked in, hasn't kicked in yet. So that's yeah. going to be interesting to see. That is actually yeah, interesting. Uh, I mean, I think the when is the kicking start? Is it September? I think September, I think, okay. or maybe October. Yeah. So it's not too far away now, but yeah, uh, they'll be quite interesting to see what happens mm. with uh, consumer the consumer spending, especially with the data already starting to struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and also we, we, we've been. Uh, a massive move up in the Australian dollar as well. Yeah, just, massive. I think it's just on uh, today's Friday, the thirty-first of July, uh, July, and I think it's hit seventy-two again for the first time in I think eighteen, that's eighteen months, maybe. Really? So, really, I didn't know it was that long. That's that's a you know a massive thing to sort of consider. Well, you know, we're at the we got really low in sort of the in March, you know, around the sort of the mid fifties, or maybe not mid fifties, but like sort of high fifties. Um, so pretty good. To see it rally of you know twelve cents, um, yeah, higher than that. It's uh, you know interesting to see that. Um, yeah, well, it's been on the back. The miners have really had a good, t- a really really good time. I suppose, yeah. like we mentioned last week, there's the timing. It was all about the timing with China. Mm. China came out of lockdown as we went into lockdown, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we we really did. We really benefited because while while the whole all the cities were shut down, I suppose the mines really didn't have to shut. They kept working. And we've seen large output of, particularly iron ore to China. Yeah. Gold prices surging, although gold prices haven't really followed through here in Australia too much, as the yeah. Aussie dollars counted a large amount of the move. Um, but speaking of gold, it reached two thousand, yeah, two thousand dollars an ounce this week, US yeah, dollars. Gold is a is a big thing to talk about, and you know, sort of one of the stories for us. It's uh, you know, it's just had a big rally and it's just been going. It's uh. Yeah, it's been going quite well, and you're the man to talk more about gold. You love your commodities and um, and whatnot, but yeah, it's just a very impressive rally for gold. I mean, to be expected, sort of in in a in a market where it's quite volatile, and um, I guess there's a lot of spending going on. So the you know value of currencies, so a sort of you know, inflation, also sort of I don't know comes a bit interesting there. Uh, yeah, well, standpoint. yeah, exactly. Well, we've. I suppose we've also undergone such a large printing of money. Yeah, exactly. Operations. I mean, the quantitative easing program in the US is, oh, again, for the fifth week in a row, I think this week, it's actually started to dip again, the US balance sheet. Yeah. But I suppose the expectations is that the balance sheet's still going to reach new new highs throughout the year. Uh, and, and obviously, when you... Uh, it's more of a move down in the US dollar, I suppose, than... A move up in gold. I suppose gold is mm. probably moving up too as well. So it's coming from both ends. But I think there's a big move down in the US dollar right now. I also saw yeah. the euro hit 119. That's another 
I think multi I think two year high. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pounds went through one thirty. It's now at one uh, yesterday and now at one thirty one. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> so yeah, it's the the US dollar right now is really struggling against particularly the major currencies. But uh, talking about gold, actually, I suppose the one that's sort of gone under the radar is the is actually silver. Silver's actually done yeah, quite yeah, yeah. quite well. Yeah. In, in fact, it's pretty outperformed gold. The gold-silver ratio, I mean, it reached over 100. Uh, it got to, what, 120 almost. Oh, well, over. actually got quite over 120 in uh, March, but it's fallen back down just to 80, uh, just above 80 oh, this man. week. So, so the gold-silver ratio is just how many ounces of silver it costs to buy one ounce of gold. Right, okay. So the ratio is sitting just under 82 right now. Right, okay. That's, that's an interesting metric, but definitely is helpful to... Uh, investors in that realm I can just see that I I think it is interesting to see that um, something like silver rallies but you know it, it, I'd imagine it to be sort of um, uh, just relate in patterns towards gold um, in sort of you know in commodity prices but interesting to see just sort of this rally in commodities I mean how's copper going actually um, like because we, we discussed that last um, in the last couple of weeks and that's been one that's been a really good indicator of things and uh, sort of showing us a, a broader spectrum of the commodities world. Yeah, well, it's been very flat actually for the last, I suppose, since the middle of July now. So it's that, not really, that's surprising to me actually. Not really moved it. Yeah, it's. Um, I would have thought that would have rallied a bit more, but regardless, it's um, definitely very bullish on on gold, and it'll be interesting to see how how high it actually goes, and if volatility sort of increases um, the demand for gold or. If volatility does creep back up over the 30 mark, or you know, if not even higher, so definitely something to watch there. Um, do you have anything else on the on on the commodities, or do you want to move yeah, on? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I suppose the last, last final comment on copper is yeah. um, it'd be interesting. It's all about it's all about the supply to the market right now. I think yeah. if if we start, I think maybe there's been some increase in supply from Brazil. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose the situation hasn't got any better there, but I suppose at some point the workers are going to recover from from the coronavirus, and yeah. they, they, w- they will be able to get supply back on on track. I suppose there. But as for now, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where copper goes, especially if we're now seeing second waves in some in the European countries. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see how much if it if it does start to fall again. Mm. It's been it's had quite a good rally. It's actually higher than where it started, uh, than it was in February and March. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with uh, copper, I Definitely. suppose, in the next few months. I, I'm I'm keen to talk about our next story, um, and we were we would me and Hater were talking uh, before we started the show, uh, sort of some of the things we wanted to add in for today to sort of spice it up, you know, because we're talking about deflation. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, to me, that's a bit slow. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Um, we're going to sort of company news and I uh, the main sort of company news coming out is from Kodak um, in the last couple of couple of days um, it's had it, it's just been desperately trying to do everything to stay with the times and stay relevant you know I'm looking at a graph right now um, you know in, in sort of 2014 they were sitting at like $35 a share and you know had this massive decline to virtually uh, you know a couple of bucks you know maybe two three dollars yeah, well, I thought that I thought they'd gone bankrupt. To be honest, yeah, with I, I think they were almost there. And then in 2018, they said that they were going to um, pivot to blockchain and crypto, and their shares were through the roof, um, over 200 percent. 
uh, in one day and then sort of cut back again and during the COVID sort of crisis and then and then only on in in just a couple of days I think I think it was um the Wednesday I, I, I I'm pretty sure that's when sort of the big spike came through but there was news that they were pivoting to a sort of pharmaceutical based business to fight COVID and their shares were up over a thousand percent I think uh, 2,500 percent um in the highs and it was just absolutely bonkers yeah uh, it's to consider crazy. that you know that's I mean like you know it doesn't matter how much you sort of change the business to um you know i don't know sit with the new climate and stuff it's pretty crazy to think that um kodak is you know rallied that much and it's just funny i guess yeah. the um inter- interesting interesting stories for, for the week and definitely something that everyone's been discussing yeah exactly well, i drew um i drew a similarity on my twitter account actually this week i said um, I, I don't. Many people might not remember about uh, the mm. situation with I think it was Long Island. Okay. Um, so they they in 2016 changed their name to Long Blockchain. This is the time of um, of the crypto the the Bitcoin rally all the way up to twenty thousand uh, US dollars a yeah, coin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was a there's a whole lot of companies saying, oh, we're going to enter blockchain, and their share prices would rally. I mean, I've got a chart here open of the company called the Crypto Code, and. Yeah. On, and I've got I've got the chart from Bloomberg here because you'll love you'll absolutely love this on the twenty on the twelfth of oh sorry um, the eighth of December yeah. they were eighteen dollars a share okay and on the twenty second of December they closed at five hundred and seventy five dollars a share what where only, are you looking at only, this only to fall back down to eleven dollars a share on the on the twelfth of January the next year unbelievable what. That is a ridiculous, like, bunch of data there for a, for a stock to go, like, <laughs> and what, how much is that? It's like, I think, what, it's, I mean, it's 500% up and then... Oh, it's, I mean, it's, four, it's $500 to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, they've got a big, they, they have actually got a big amount of money from the government for pharmaceuticals. Uh, but... Just, yeah, but it's ridiculous. You know, it's just, I mean, yeah, I, I understand that, but still, I mean, it's a camera business, and what now they're going to pharmaceuticals? It's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, though. Interesting, but I, I don't know. Definitely something to watch as Robinhood investors, I guess, jump on that, or I guess other people sort of go for the day trading. Uh, the next now, I guess the the big stories we always talk about. You know, we always cover it when it comes up for the quarter. The Fang earnings. Um, you know, we were discussing a little bit about Tesla. And um, sort of the other businesses, but now we've got the sort of the big four coming out. And um, so, do you want to talk about a little bit about that? Um, and sort of start us off. I mean, with if there was any upsets or anything? Yeah, well, no. I, well, I suppose we were all sort of expecting it to be either steady or down. But yeah, uh, Apple, a bloodbath. I was expecting, but yeah, yeah. I well, think it's Apple, Google, Facebook, and I believe Amazon all have reported, and they've all beaten expectations yeah well that's saw, that is interesting yeah i saw apple was up uh well actually over 400 dollars now a share wow that's um, cool. in pre in the post market because they reported after after um after hours yeah up six percent in the post market that's up, incredible yeah. facebook had good uh, good numbers as well same Large thing as well six percent up in the pre-market yeah big uh big increase in earnings uh user users up across all their platforms as well yeah. Um, Apple also announced they're going to uh, split their shares for a, a four to one split, uh, one to four split. Mm, interesting. So one share will become oh, four shares now. 
Yeah, I haven't heard of a split in a while. There's just sort of not been a topic <laughs> of conversation, um, you know, sort of in this busy market. But yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, and um, Amazon up five and a half percent as well. I suppose Amazon's one would be more expected, considering they're an online retailer. Oh, Amazon's been loving it. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Up to three thousand two hundred dollars a share. I mean. That's bonkers. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, imagine great. trying to trade one of those now with yeah. um, from Australia. It's almost five, five, five thousand, five and a half thousand dollars a yeah, share. Yeah, wow! I hadn't even thought about that. That's crazy. So yeah, that's yeah, really Amazon's really run up as well. So um, yeah. I think out of the I think out of the five, and Microsoft actually reported last week. I think. Yeah, I think I think we sort of covered that a little bit. Not nothing, nothing too out of yeah. the blue. Well, their revenue was a little bit down, but I think overall, I think they all five of them have done quite well. Hmm. So, put it out yeah. the storm a little bit here, and it's yeah, yeah. I guess it's what it were kind of people predicted. Tech businesses are definitely better suited, but yeah, definitely interesting to see them do so well. I mean, the the big guys in particular, um, yeah, yeah, especially with the coverage around them being a quite yeah. a big bubble. I mean, it's I mean, it's hard to argue that it's still justified, but at least. If they, they keep hitting their earnings, well, there's there's at least justification for it to sit sit at this level yeah. or maybe even higher. So, no, definitely very interesting. And, and you know, as someone who, who does prefer techie kind of stocks, um, you know, it is interesting to see sort of good good gains there. Um, and sort of it will be it, again. I mean, I say this all the time. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Um, sort of in in the market when it opens up and see how those stocks trade. I, I, yeah, I mean, we, we were talking a little bit about it. Early, I, I, maybe we were talking more about it, about it, but I will be intrigued to see if if the um, American markets follow sort of the Aussie bloodbath. I mean, you said it probably won't um, because of the you know what we discussed in you know, decent earnings in Fang, but uh, you know it's just something you know the sort of the uh, sort of disconnect with Australia earnings at the moment and um, in the US. Well, yeah. it, it, I think either analysts were being too negative in the US or. Um, you know, potentially sort of just companies doing well. It's a you know probably a bit of a split with both, but you know definitely good to see this well, one again. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can see the implied open right now. It's about hmm. seven o'clock on Friday night. Is um, well, the Dow's only up about up about 03 percent. Implied yeah. open, S and P up about 06 percent. But the Nasdaq implied open is at two percent. So wow. highly likely it's going to. Well, Nasdaq is. Just insane. Like I think there was, you know, just every, some of the markets down a reasonable amount, maybe like one percent. Nasdaq can still be like up half a percent or something. It just, I don't know. The tech stocks is just the divide. It's just nuts a little bit at the moment. And I think that that's something that investors are going to definitely be watching is sort of how the, the Nasdaq compares to its counterparts because it's it's been doing quite well. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's been well. It, obviously, with the Nasdaq, it's it's even more skewed to the Fang stocks, or mm, yeah, some, some are now calling the Fang Man stocks. Yeah. So also including, I think, um, Net or Netflix is included. I think it's just a rearrange, a rearranging. Yeah, that means to be honest. they're gonna have to make a new thing for new businesses. It's uh, like the new ones that come through. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, yeah, well, the, yeah, the Nasdaq, it's. It's yeah, it's got such a heavy skew though from it. So I suppose we'll, that's why we're going to see a big move up in the Nasdaq tonight. Yeah. Um, but the Australian market really hasn't followed the lead off the US no. market this no. week at all. And it never, never takes the lead really. It's sort of just all 
lags behind, but yeah. Yeah, well, it, it hasn't it hasn't even done that really this week, to be honest. Uh, it's been true, up and it's true, really true. followed its own path. Um, it would be quite interesting because Australian earnings now start next next week. Yeah, I mean we've had a couple of quarter quarters coming through. Not not big companies, small companies, mind you, but um, yeah, it will be interesting to see sort of how the bigger companies do in the sort of financials and for the quarters. So I'll be, yeah, definitely something to watch and see how it impacts the markets. I mean, you know, big slide today, but, you know, potentially some room for improvement in the next week or so. Yeah, well, exactly. It's all about earnings right now. Yeah. And I suppose if any any beat is a, is going to be good news right yeah, now, exactly. I suppose the conditions, to bring up your point again, I think analysts are being negative. I suppose it's very easy to be negative right now. Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, with how with how how bad it really has been. So, I mean, you think about it, March. We were all thinking the world was going to end at some yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. The whole financial system was going to collapse, and I, yeah, and I think it's it's been quite a steady steady recovery in terms of the markets. Obviously, not in terms of the way the situation's got, but hmm. I mean, like I, I saw there's some GDP figures out to, uh, with the last 24 hours. We had the US yeah. report last night. You want to go on to that? Like the GDP is probably one of the last sort of topics for today, but definitely something to discuss. Yeah, the, the, in the US, that's sort of, I thought that's what sort of started this sort of sell-off today in Australia, but yeah, yeah well, too far down. Yeah, um, well, yeah, again, back on that same point again, they, they, they were expecting, well, they got point minus nine and a half percent for the quarter, <laughs> which translated to negative 32.9 on an annualized basis. That's insane. Like, and what's, yeah, and what's more insane is that that was actually a beat. They were expecting on an annualized basis, negative uh, 34%. So it was oh. bad. I mean, it's pretty bad if you think of it. I mean, <laughs> on an annualized basis, that's a third of the economy shrinking. It's... Um, and, and that's meant to be a positive. That's a positive because you know the the forecast the forecasts are built for negative thirty four percent annualized. Absolutely insane. But uh, Ger- uh, Germany also reported negative ten point one percent. Yeah. Uh, Spain this afternoon at about five o'clock reported negative eighteen and a half percent. One of the worst hit countries early on uh, mm. in the pandemic, and having some trouble again right now as well. Um, with well, uh, London has re- decided to imp- uh, re-implement uh, 14 days quarantine for Spain. Yeah, I saw that. A bit of, bit of a spike over there, yeah. Yeah, and the last one we have is uh, Italy, who reported, also again, one of the heavy uh, mm. countries yeah, heavily yeah, yeah. impacted. Um, negative 12.4%, all on quarterly, quarter by quarter yeah. basis. All right. So yeah, it's been quite a, quite a um, downturn. Yeah. I mean, to be expected, but It'll be interesting to see sort of how the quarter's going. I mean, see, with economics, though, you kind of predict it a bit better than, like, say, a stock market. You can kind of pick the GDP a little bit to the, a lot easier um, in that sense. So, yeah, just crazy to think that, I mean, the American economy, that's, I mean, they've had their coronavirus situation so bungled that. Yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, but far out. I mean, a third of the economy, they're just like, you know, it's just insane to think how poor, like, how badly. Um, affected, like it, it takes to get to that level. It's just sort of, you know, staggering, absolutely staggering. And and as we speak, actually, I've just seen a notification for uh, Euro GDP. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the pre- oh, yes, Yep. So we got the preliminary uh, GDP estimates mm. for the eurozone as a whole as negative three point eight percent. 
on quarter by quarter basis. Oh, okay, that's actually which is considering Germany is the biggest economy in the Euros, yeah. followed by France, and Germany's been down ten percent. It's yeah, it's pretty it's impressive. Pretty, yeah, it's not too bad actually. And yeah. on a year by uh, yearly basis. Oh, sorry, actually, that was the previous one. It's actually, yeah, it's actually negative 12.1%. Not bad. I was like, yeah. negative 4%. God, Euro is gonna, the European stock market is going to start yeah. rallying like crazy. That's by quarter by quarter and oh, okay. yearly basis down 15%. So, both worse than expected as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're so expecting 11.3. It will be, you know what? I mean, a bit negative on for Friday, but it will be interesting to see what happens on the Monday. Uh, and what happens tonight in the US because it's actually some good catalysts here and some good tailwinds for a bit of a positive run. So something to watch there. I think I think maybe the market is in a and one of those topsy turvy kind of moments. Um, so definitely interesting to watch that. And I think there will be probably a couple more stories coming through. I can imagine um, when Aussie earnings starts coming through. Did you have anything else? I think um, GDP data was the last thing on my list. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I think, yeah, just final comment was, uh, I think just to follow up what you said, I think yeah. we're, we're really sitting right now in just a, right in the balance on, there's no real direction on market. Yeah. Excuse me, sorry, on the stock market or anything right on the stock markets right now. We're really just sitting mm. there and in, at least in Australia, we're in a very tight range. It's not really moving anywhere. So the next, I think, the earnings is really going to be where we see some direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from. you're absolutely right there. So, here's a here's a bit of a uh, positive note to finish on, I suppose. I I believe with the run up we've seen in the Australian dollar, yeah, that we're going to see Australian GDP maybe even if it's negative. I reckon we're still going to beat the uh, expectations because I think the the mining industry the mining industry really is going to carry it for us. I think. Yeah, we were discussing that a little bit before that, you know, sort of the mining regional towns didn't have as strict lockdowns as something like Sydney. Um, and that probably hasn't been factored in too much into economic data. But still, it's going to be interesting to see how we go out. Uh, the Victoria situation is just pretty poor, but, you know, hopefully that they can sort of do okay and um, sort of everything can sort of be okay and sort itself out and we can get back on track uh, for the country in that kind of sense. But, yeah, I think fingers crossed. But it, it will be interesting to see sort of the GDP data um, and sort of go go from there. I, I, I like what you said though before though. I'm just watching earnings for Aussie companies in the next couple of days. That's Or next week, sorry. That's just going to be, yeah, that's what's going to set the direction. I like the terms you used there because that's when we know is if this rally can sort of be, well, not justified, but can have some kind of validity um, then just point like just constant uptrend. So I uh, definitely something to watch there. That'll be sort of my main focus for the next couple of days. Yeah, exactly. I think it, it's it's at the, it, we're at that level right now. We've got that double top on the that Fibonacci retracement. Yeah. Um, yeah. Earnings is going to be the earnings is going to be the catalyst to drive it through that, or probably even back down towards maybe the mid to low five thousands again. Definitely. Uh, yeah, oh gosh, that'd be pretty insane if it did that. Yeah, so next next week's not too heavy. I think we had Rio Tinto this week and mm, um, yeah. I had a gold miner, but small. Oh, uh, the gold miner was quite a small company, but Rio Tinto yeah. did all right. But yeah, starts next uh, middle of next week is when it really starts to pick up again. All right. Well, that's probably we'll probably have our 
podcast ready on when suddenly the news starts breaking. So it'll either be sort of cheers or smiles, um, and we'll, we'll be bringing that for, to, to you guys pretty much straight away. And it'll be interesting to see um, how Australian companies are going. Sort of well now that sort of Victoria has been factored into earnings. So definitely something to to consider. I think that's uh, everything for today. If you want to wrap it up, yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, you know, it's an interesting time for markets, as uh, you know, we both said, but hater as well. There's no much, not, not much direction for Aussie equity, but definitely something um, sort of is looming for next week if when earnings start coming in and, and tech doing well in the US. But it's all GDP data and it's sort of all about next week. I, I'm just going to keep going on about that. That's what I'm looking at. And yep. Okay, earnings, earnings, earnings and GDP, GDP, GDP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time, Hader. And it's great to do these um, podcasts. And, and thanks for, for listening. We appreciate all, all our listeners. And yeah, you guys, you guys are the best. So thank you. And uh, you guys take it easy. Goodbye.